feel that sometimes your life or those of a loved one are complicated and out of control? You're not alone. Welcome to In the Ring with Mia, featuring five-time world and international boxing champion Mia St. John. Mia and her guests will share stories and invite open discussions about topics that need to be discussed. You'll be empowered to find help or be help. Now, here's your host, Mia St. John. Today, it's just Paris St. John. And yeah, I'm riding solo while my mom is on an airplane yet again. I said the last two shows, two shows ago, when she was on a plane and couldn't make it to the show, that they should just give her a new show and change it from in the ring with Mia to on a plane because that is sounding more suitable for her right now. We should just set up the radio show on the plane. I'm very happy for her, though. Last week, she was taking a trip for herself, for her mental health. It was a getaway, and this time it's for work, both important. Another difference is that she was 52 on the last trip when she was on the plane, and she's 53 this time around on the plane. It was her birthday this Wednesday, June 24th, just a couple days ago. So please give her a shout-out with me together. Happy birthday, Mia. And you can do so, guys, on the comments, in the comment section of the show. I think if there's even one, there really should be. Um, or go to her social media and wish her a belated happy birthday still matters, still would mean a lot to her. I hope she's listening. She's on the plane. She, although we didn't, we weren't able to suit her up with a microphone and recording devices and a whole set. Um, hopefully she can still listen in. So happy birthday, mom. Sorry you couldn't be here with us today. Sorry to the listeners who were hoping she was going to be here, but hey, don't don't offend me too much. I'll take it personally. If there's anybody that can take her place without people knowing, well, sort of, but the closest looking person, maybe the closest sounding person and just the closest person on the planet to her is her daughter. That's me. So stick around the whole show. I'm grateful to be here. I know my mom loves doing this show, too, and I just want to apologize on her behalf that she couldn't be here today. So what is going on today? Today, like I said, writing solo, just me and you guys, and I wanted to do a more, like, you know, the concert versions that artists do where it's, like, live and stripped. It's just stripped back, and it's just acoustic, and they're raw, voice no editing, and that's kind of like the version I wanted to give you guys today, just from the heart. I have intentions. I have a purpose. Um, I have an end goal, but I wanted to do it in a more natural and organic way than, I've, than I'm used to doing it. I got to tell you, 
my mind is going, I mean, my mind can go to diff- so many different places right now because there's so much that I want to talk about. But I first just, if I'm sticking to the raw theme of it and being real, um, well, first of all, I'm, I'm on my phone right now. I'm not using recording devices. So it really is more like a live and stripped version of it. Um, you're not in the ring. You're not on stage with us. Well, you are metaphorically, but um, you're at the beach with me. I'm at my mom's beach house. And she's flying to New York. I'm holding it down by the beach. So hope that gives you a vi- hope. I hope that gives you a visual for where I'm coming to you from today. At a beach in LA, California. And um, yeah, so sticking with that theme, I do just want to say like, just my, I guess my hesitations, my doubts about this show. This is now, I think my fifth time on. I was going to say fourth, but time is flying by so fast. So fast that it's probably even time, almost time to take a break here soon in just a few short minutes. But it got, I mean, it became Friday again, like with the blink of an eye, snap of a finger. And it's my fifth time now on this show. And, you know, I have my, my, my doubts about it, my, my hesitations. Um, I am not totally sure that this is the right thing for me or that I am doing it the right way for others. You know, it's a little bit of, um, it's, it's a whole thing to take on and a responsibility and I just, you know, I'm on the journey of it and I'm figuring it out as I go. And, you know, I think it's just a lot of self-doubt. But I want to keep going and I want to keep doing it, though, in a way where I keep learning and growing. I think as long as I can do that, I can't go wrong. But I really wanted to make this show show that, that growth and to, you know, just to, to do, to be in a different place for myself, but for you guys too. And, you know, just do it the best that I can. And that's all I can do. So I want to share like inspiration that was given to me by, you know, my greatest supporter, my mom. And you know, I'll share with you like anecdotes throughout the show. Um, you know, there will be a main theme to the show, but before I get to that, I think the first segment should really just be about the introduction of it all. And, you know, how I got to having a voice for this show today and what that, you know, what foundation that voice will be built off of. So um, I just got back from taking my mom to the airport, literally just like an hour and a half ago, a couple hours ago. 
And on the way there, um, she was trying to inspire me for the show. I was having a little bit, not, not too much, but a little bit of like, like I said, you know, some doubts and hesitations. And I would call it maybe a little bit of a nervous breakdown. Just inside. You couldn't see it on the outside. But I almost said that I didn't want to do it. Until she said, you don't have to do it. And then, of course, once I'm given the option and I, and I picture a scenario without me doing it, I immediately decide that I'm going to do it. She goes, you don't have to do it. We can just do a rerun. You don't have to do this on your own. I know it's a lot of, you know, responsibility or pressure. You don't, you don't have to take that on and do it all by yourself today. And once she gave me that, that, that out, that option, I remembered my purpose and my choice. So that was really important for me today. So we were on our way to the airport. She's also, you know, just, she's trying to continue to inspire me. I said, no, I'm going to do it. And she goes, Paris, you can do it. And I laughed and she's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, well, I really appreciate your words, but I hope, um, the advice gets a little bit more personal. (laughs) I'm like, everybody says that. And so now at this point, we enter into the airport and she continues with the advice and says, you know what I do? I just pretend like no one's listening. How would you be? What, what would your voice sound like? You know, how, how would you talk? What, what are the things you would say if you, if no one was listening. And I just said, yeah, you're right. It would be different. It would feel different. That's the difference I want to bring to you guys today. Again, there's not going to be perfection, but I can still show up and bring my voice. And then finally... We got to her terminal, and I got out, and she got out, of course, she's the one taking off. I'm seeing her off, and I'm giving her a hug, and she says, hey, you know our friend, she's a very good friend of ours, who's on Inside Edition as an interviewer and host, she goes on to say, well, she told me that every moment you get where you go on, and you have a voice, or you're, you're being hired for something, or you're, you're interviewing, you're, you're hosting, things of that nature. You, it is, it is your moment. It's your opportunity to say what you want to say, whatever you want to say. Take that. It's your moment. Your time to shine. So, it's my time to shine. I'm taking that inspiration with me as I see my mom off to her trip in New York. And I'm going to continue on what we started for this show with purpose with choice, with my voice. 
my moment. And it's so important for me because it's not just for me that I want to do this for. I feel even more purpose this show around to do this for other people that I feel like are counting on me. Whether I know it or not, whether you know it or not, just remember that someone needs to hear your voice. And I am grateful that I get to do that today, stand up for myself and stand up for others. So hang tight as we go on this quick commercial break because when we both get back, I want to be a voice, not just for me, but for you. And you're going to want to hang around for this conversation as we continue it. Now for commercial break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We'd like to thank you for listening to In the Ring with Mia. When not on set, she's busy helping the less fortunate through the Mia St. John Foundation. And now, Mia could use your help more than ever by visiting her at her website, MiaStJohnFoundation.org, and making a donation. You help create a safe place for those suffering from mental illness, homelessness, and addiction. So don't delay. Visit MiaStJohnFoundation.org today and help us make changes in the lives of those who need it the most. In my career as a professional boxer, I've knocked out many opponents in the ring. Now I need your help to knock out my toughest opponent yet, the stigma surrounding mental illness. I'm on a personal mission to help people understand that with the right kind of support, individuals with mental health conditions can live productive lives. And that's why I serve as a board member for Step Up, a national nonprofit organization headquartered in Santa Monica, California, that is helping save the lives of young adults and others with serious mental health conditions across the country. Step Up also works to end homelessness for this group of individuals. I urge you to go to their website at www.stepuponsecond.org and get involved in the fight today. Together, you and I can knock out stigma once and for all. Okay, so let me talk to you for a moment about my favorite cosmetic dentist, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin in Beverly Hills. Because anyone that knows me knows how important my teeth are, especially having boxed for over 20 years. Have you ever wondered how your favorite stars have such flawless smiles? Have you ever seen a star with a noticeably fake smile? The difference between the two is the cosmetic dentist they chose. Dr. Lawrence Rifkin has been a dentist to the stars in the heart of Beverly Hills for the past 30 years. His patients are the elite of all industries and have a discerning eye for quality. So if you're looking for a Hollywood smile makeover that looks so natural you can keep it a secret, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin is the cosmetic dentist you should consult with. His experience as a pioneer in smile makeovers, along with him also being a professional sculptor, has made him a leader in creating beautiful smiles as well as all your dental needs from the simplest to the most complex. Please don't wait and visit DrLawrenceRifkin.com or call 310-273-0200. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to In the Ring with Mia. 
To reach Mia St. John or her guest on today's show, call in with questions or comments to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back in the ring. Congrats, you guys. You made it through the very boring part of the show, which is the commercials. So, thank you for bearing through that. Um, I hope you get something out of it. And back to the show where I know you can get something out of it to add to your life in a positive way. You're back with Paris St. John, Mia's daughter. Mia's on her way to New York, and I'm sitting here by the beach, and I'm leading us through this conversation. Before we went on break, I led into the rest of the led into what the rest of the show would would kind of be, and that is me being a voice for everybody. And I want to elaborate on that. By the way, before we get into something serious, I did want to let you know that I got the stamp of approval from mom. I got the thumbs up from my mom as she's, um, she is listening. So that's good. So technically she is a part of the show. She's listening while she's on the plane because I guess she's able to get Wi-Fi, what plane doesn't these days. And um, I hope she stays safe, you know, during her travels. But I'm definitely happy she gets to listen and stamp of approval, stamp of approval from mom. That means a lot. Um, hopefully she'll keep checking in with me through the show. And I just hope that. I can be a voice for her, too, because she can't be here today. So I wanted to, like, elaborate on, you know, being that voice, not just for myself, but for others. And um, I have lately been a voice for the black community And I want to be, like, a voice for them, not just the part of me that relates to them, but the part of me that can't relate to them because I don't share the full experience. So I wanted to, like, separate the voices and almost, like, give them a voice just by saying that I can't be a voice for them. You know what I mean? Um, Because, yeah, I just, I want to give them, give people who are fully black um, understanding and a voice of, just a voice of understanding and compassion and like holding space for people like that. Um, so as you might know or not know, I am mixed. I'm half black and half white. 
and Mexican. If we're getting specific, the percentage-wise would be, like, in thirds. So I'd be, or I'm genetically, like, a third black, a third Mexican, and a third white. But how I feel on the inside, how I identify without, you know, it's not that I'm, like, discriminating or dividing myself. Not, I'm not discriminating against what the, the races that make up who I am but how I feel like just who I am in just in my skin, I feel like 50% black and then the other 50% is like white and Mexican. Um, so I can't be the full voice for every single person and I want to acknowledge that. And I think that's the way that we can kind of like bring us together like stay with me with this one if like if I can if I can see that there's differences and I accept that I'm not going to be a voice for everyone then I can be aware of that and give a voice of compassion and understanding for each person. And I think that's like the point of my show is that I not only want to be able to acknowledge that for, um, for people who have the full experience of like being black. Um, but I want to acknowledge that for like people who are not black um, so the theme of this show today is how to not let current events of today, I guess that's what current means, right? Including Black Lives Matter, divide us, but to unite us. So how to not let these current events, including Black Lives Matter, divide us and how to let it unite us. So now I know I'll be stepping into some kind of uncomfortable and sensitive territory when I'm talking about the fact that I can't totally relate to black people, yet I still speak about my experience. And I know that I'm also stepping into other sensitive territory in the same vein as the people that are pushing for all lives matter. The end goal by this show and in the state of the world with social unrest for me is to want the same things for everybody, inevitably. No matter how one-sided I can feel about something, no matter how personal I take something, I'm able to take a step back and see from above and see and want the same things for everybody. And I will get into personal experiences, person, like things that I've personally witnessed, reasons to why. So I really don't want to 
hit a nerve with someone. I don't want to make this uncomfortable with someone. But this, going back to what I said in the beginning about something that inspired me, this is my chance to have my voice to say what I want to say. And my goal is to want the same things for everybody. And those same things I want for everybody is equality and freedom and respect and love and understanding. And the list goes on. Even for my enemies. Even for the opposite side. The other side, right? I'm sorry for the awkward silences. It's just a part of life, so it's a part of the show. I'm, I, I'm thinking of um, everything else that I'm going to say as well and wondering if I should include that right now as a summary or, like, preface. I'll just keep going while it's hot. And while I'm on the while I'm while I'm on the subject of it. So like I do I do really want to now go like into detail. And please like I mean take a break if you need to, but Stick around for the whole show because it'll have a full story to it. It'll, you know, there's a beginning, middle, and an end. And there's something to take away from it all by the end of it. It really is like about about you guys, a, a lot of this right now. So, like I said... I have been speaking on Black Lives Matter because I am part black and because I share those experiences. And if the way that I was starting to talk about it um, didn't really do enough for what I'm trying to accomplish, I do want to go in and, and just acknowledge that, that I don't have the full experience of being black um, or what some people might consider is the full experience of being black, like having, you know, being 100% black, having um, completely dark skin, um, not being mixed with anything, you know, growing up in, in what people consider like black culture um, through and through. Um, I didn't grow up with the full experience of being black and I'm sorry that I am not the perfect and complete voice for people who are black, even though I can share my experiences being part black and that that is valid and that there will be people who are black that are going to be able to connect to my experience. I know that. So I'm not going to stop talking about um, my experiences and my experiences being black because I know that my voice matters too 
and that I can share like real life experiences that that have to do with being black and I trust my voice and I honor it and I want to express it but I also understand that there's other points of views and I want to be able to know like who I am and know who other people are and be able to understand and appreciate our differences and our similarities more when we get back. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Okay, so let me talk to you for a moment about my favorite cosmetic dentist, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin in Beverly Hills. Because anyone that knows me knows how important my teeth are, especially having boxed for over 20 years. Have you ever wondered how your favorite stars have such flawless smiles? Have you ever seen a star with a noticeably fake smile? The difference between the two is the cosmetic dentist they chose. Dr. Lawrence Rifkin has been a dentist to the stars in the heart of Beverly Hills for the past 30 years. His patients are the elite of all industries and have a discerning eye for quality. So if you're looking for a Hollywood smile makeover that looks so natural you can keep it a secret, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin is the cosmetic dentist you should consult with. His experience as a pioneer in smile makeovers, along with him also being a professional sculptor, has made him a leader in creating beautiful smiles as well as all your dental needs from the simplest to the most complex. Please don't wait and visit DrLawrenceRifkin.com or call 310-273-0200. In my career as a professional boxer, I've knocked out many opponents in the ring. Now I need your help to knock out my toughest opponent yet, the stigma surrounding mental illness. I'm on a personal mission to help people understand that with the right kind of support, individuals with mental health conditions can live productive lives. And that's why I serve as a board member for Step Up, a national nonprofit organization headquartered in Santa Monica, California, that is helping save the lives of young adults and others with serious mental health conditions across the country. Step Up also works to end homelessness for this group of individuals. I urge you to go to their website at www.stepuponsecond.org and get involved in the fight today. Together, you and I can knock out stigma once and for all. We'd like to thank you for listening to In the Ring with Mia. When not on set, she's busy helping the less fortunate through the Mia St. John Foundation. And now, Mia could use your help more than ever by visiting her at her website, miastjohnfoundation.org, and making a donation. You help create a safe place for those suffering from mental illness, homelessness, and addiction. So don't delay. Visit miastjohnfoundation.org today and help us make changes in the lives of those who need it the most. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to In the Ring with Mia. To reach Mia St. John or her guest on today's show, call in with questions or comments to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to miastjohnblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back in the ring. 
That will actually be the last commercial of the show today, although we need commercials to continue the show and doing what we're doing. Um, I had requested for the rest of the show to be commercial-free because I just want to give you guys nothing but what is truly important right now. So thanks for sticking it out with me, and I welcome you back for more of today's show, How to Not Let Current Events, Including Black Lives Matter, Divide Us, But to Unite Us. I ended the last um, part um, by, you know, just saying what I felt like needed to be said about not being 100% black and um, not being able to be a voice for everybody who is black. Um, but still being able to share my experience and to be a voice for somebody like me. Um, I think we can learn something from everybody. And I don't feel like at this time we need to, like, set people further apart or to have our own discrimination about people. Um, for, for whatever reason. Uh, I don't think it's an excuse as we're fighting for one cause and to focus on one cause um, to, you know, take away power from, from anybody else if they're heart is in the right place. I think there's a lot of um, people who don't know exactly what to do during this time because they don't know if they belong in these situations, if their voice belongs. And I think the best thing you can do is, first of all, like be okay with starting it or having it a difficult conversation um, and then doing what I'm doing, which is, you know, acknowledging the differences and being able to lend a listening ear and to give understanding and compassion for other people. That is, those are definitely like the first couple things, steps to take um, during this time. But I, it's definitely not about like not being a part of the world and still going out there and living your life and contributing in your own way and having your own voice. I want to speak like directly to people who aren't black and people who have 
asked me what to do during this time. Um, and again, I can't speak like for all black people because I'm not like a hundred percent black. And plus like we're all different, all individuals and have our own experiences that can't like be the voice for them, but I can be a voice as I do relate to some of the experiences. Um, you know, half of me does. So my response, so I, I appreciate when somebody who isn't black who asks me the question, like, you know, I hear what you're doing about what's going on right now and how you're contributing to the Black Lives Matter movement, and I hear your voice, you know, and, and I have compassion and understanding for you, but, like, what can I do? I mean, just even as recent as last night, I was asked that question and it was then that I realized that I wanted this show, today's show to encompass everybody. We don't want to shun certain people out. We don't want to just, we don't want to add discrimination to discrimination. Um, We want to unite people for this time, during this time. We want to bring people together. We want everybody to be able to have a contribution, a positive one, something from the heart. And so what I have to say to people who aren't black, like somebody who asked me last night what they could do. What I have to say is starting with the basics and that's just having more awareness and that's the great part of the double-edged sword of what's going on today is that it's killing people, it's hurting people, you know, this social injustice, racial injustice, racial inequality, discrimination. But it's also offering us solutions. And I think the first solution that it's offered us is just having an awareness because I think racism and discrimination and judgment in general can lie dormant under the surface kind of in the darkness, not so much in the light. And again, I don't want to bring more discrimination to that, more discrimination to discrimination. I don't want to layer negative on top of negative. I don't want to judge the fact that we have this. We want to have a solution for it. We want to transform it. We want to heal it. But 
we don't want to... You know, we just, we have to, we have to fix it, so to speak, um, in a positive way. And I think the only way you can really, like, help someone to transform something that's negative into positive, you know, going from a problem to the solution is... With almost by being like gentle and positive, or do it in the in the most positive way. So, please bear with me. This is all from the heart, and I don't. I didn't want to write anything down because I really wanted. It could be just like a real conversation and like what I would really say to people. So what what people can do who aren't black and frankly what it's doing for for I think everybody, even me, is just raising the awareness um, that raising the awareness of any type of like judgment that we might have had and be able to look at that when that happens in, in real time, in the moment of it happening. Can we lead that thought to a more positive one. The whole, like the, the, the awareness that this social unrest has raised for all of us is really going to do a, like a lot of positive transformation and healing by and for a lot of people because it's allowing us to look at people differently. So, the next time you look at, or you recognize somebody who isn't the color of your skin, how can you see them um, in, in a way that is best for them and is the, is the best mentality that our whole society should have. How can we turn judgmental thoughts into accepting ones? And that's really what, like, we're all just kind of, like, fighting for is... for everyone and specifically during this time for, for people who are black to be seen and treated equally and not discriminated against. 
So the power is in our mind. So how can somebody contribute who isn't black? Change your mind. Start appreciating. Start enforcing these new beliefs within you. Because we have all come a long way from when it wasn't legal for people of color to be free, to be treated equal, to have equal rights. It wasn't legal. And black people have fought for their freedom. And non-black people went through that journey too, whether they agreed with it or not. We have all come a long way. We know we can't reverse it, meaning we know that we don't want to go back. So let's not go back in our minds. Let's keep progressing. But the freedom now not lies in law for black people because they have legally the right to be free. But is there still discrimination in the mind? And that's what we need to look at first. And the other way that I saw somebody who wasn't black being able to help much like I was telling this person um, that I was in conversation with about this last night. Furthermore, I said, you know, what about it, like, do you relate to? I know you can't understand it fully. And you know what? Not everybody is here to fight every single cause. We all have something to fight for, but we can't fight for everything. So I just said, what about it can you, can you relate to? Can you put yourself in the shoes of? And he just said, police brutality. You know, police is too controlling, too oppressing. And I said, you know, okay, so you find something that does trigger something in you, that, that you can emotionally connect with and you work on how you can change that and being a voice for that. And then also the way you can contribute as somebody who's not black, but somebody who cares about the cause and wants to make a difference is to also like share this with other friends and other people because he was saying that one of his, not his friends, but somebody that he talks to in the neighborhood, um, he heard him talking kind of like with, I forgot the word he used, but it was, it was, it exuded racism in some way or degree 
And I think he, I think he said they were talking like white rhetoric. Just like, you know, the real like opposite point of view than like what we're trying to have, you know, like where we're really trying to fight for people of color and like what they've been through and give them a better world. And like, there's still people who are opposite to that, who are still in the old times, you know, like we haven't progressed at all since the sixties, the fifties, the forties and, and beyond. The 1800s. I mean, we're in 2020 and there's still people who are white who aren't for the cause. And so my answer to that, that him and I came up with together is like to, to not be afraid to stand up to people who, you know, are saying the wrong things or just not contributing in a positive way to the conversation or to the cause to be able to raise awareness for others and like whether it, whether they ask, like, like whether you're trying to stand up against what they're saying or just in, or whether you're just, you just decide you want to start a conversation with whoever, you know, be, you know, be a voice, you know, and, and stand for something that you know is right in your heart. And like, that's how you can, you know, make a difference in the world directly around you that you're living in every day, you know, your environment, your immediate environment, you know, and he didn't, he didn't stand up for against what this guy was saying because he just didn't know what to do in that situation. But we've concluded that now any time that you do here in the background even if they're not even talking to you, you hear somebody with racist remarks, you are able to have a voice. And so here's the other side to that, though, that I also talked about with him, is that you can't expect to control or force people. And that's kind of going back to what I was saying about like not wanting to judge the judger because the ultimate goal is for everybody to have freedom. It might not be something you agree with. It might not be the best thing that they're doing or saying, but everybody has that freedom as long as, you know, it doesn't go against the law. They're not acting on, you know, their opinions and such. (sighs) I don't, I, I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable or like this is getting too sensitive for people, but I don't know if it's because I'm mixed with different races or just because I'm able to see like both sides or all sides. Um, we don't have to give understanding for uh, we don't have to agree with everybody but we cannot force 
upon people, no matter what their opinion is. I have some real hate towards me. I mean, that sounds like I have not self-hatred. I have hate being directed at me. Whether they vocalize it or not, like, I hear things, I hear negative opinions about me. Um, not all the time. You know, I don't really put myself out there that much. But I do live a life that is somewhat fearless. I, um, you know, I said earlier that I, you know, relate to, I identify a lot with the part of me that is black and I exude a lot of like black culture and I express it in hip hop music that I make and listen to and dance to. You know, I love hip-hop dance, and, and I roller skate, and I love, like, disco, and I'm, like, all about that in my everyday life, and I'll do that in public, outside, wherever I am, and I, while I've, while I've not always been as peaceful about what I'm doing, I have come to see that the best solution is that I have to stand up for what I believe in, who I am, what my culture is, no matter what my races are. I'm going to be completely who I am in the face of anybody. And I treat others how I I teach others how to treat me, but I cannot force them to accept me. And so people who are, are black, you can fight in whatever way you want to and protest and stand up for yourself and have a voice. The fight will see itself through. It, the, the, the fight will end with justice. I know that, but can we, but we can't, focus on every day, how to force people to see us in a certain way. We just have to love ourselves, express ourselves. Like I said, it starts in the mind and it's going to start in your mind. For black people, let it start in your mind. You accept yourself. Don't discriminate against yourself. You act free in this world and Justice will see itself through. We have to want the same thing for everybody. Like I started this talk out. And I'm ending that talk with this. The goal is to, is for everybody to be free be treated with equality. I know that we're headed in that direction, but you have to create it one person at a time, one race at a time, one voice at a time. Thank you.
for being a part of this conversation. I hope that I was able to unite us more than divide us. I hope I was able to speak on something that I believe in while also including others and making other people matter too. We are all a part of this. There it was, the raw, live and stripped version of today's show, how not to let current events divide us, but unite us, consider us united for now and forevermore. Can't wait for the next time we unite again. Thank you for tuning in to In the Ring with Mia. Be sure to join host Mia St. John for the next show on Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, you are one of the most important people in the world.